0: You Can Handle Anything, episode number 279. Can you imagine being able to handle anything? And by that, I mean actually being able to deal with the difficult situations in your life without blaming, complaining, or losing control. Hi, this is Shira Gura, and I know firsthand what it feels like when you get hijacked by your emotions. But... I also know that being able to control your emotions is the most empowering way to live. In this podcast, you will learn how to get unstuck in the moment from everyday emotional situations so that you can truly feel that you can handle anything. Thank you so much for tuning in, and now for today's episode. Hello my dear listeners, and thank you so much for joining me today. I'm so excited to be here today, really. I mean, I always am. But this episode is especially exciting for me because I'm going to be sharing quite vulnerably about my life in a way that I haven't done so on this podcast. And I'm going to be highlighting what is possible for you in your life. But before I do, I just want to remind you that this episode is the third in a four-part series on a concept called living deliberately. Living deliberately is what is possible for you when you get emotionally equipped. So, If you're new to me, I wanna take a moment and just rewind so that we are all on the same page. In my work, what I do is I teach people how to practically control their emotions in the moment. And I'll just stop there for a moment because I want you to understand how this is unique and how it's different from, let's say, therapy. My work is all about the moment. It's all about teaching you how to rewire your brain so that you can manage the uncomfortable emotions that arise within you instead of getting hijacked by them. My work is not about trying to figure out why you are the person you are and blaming your parents for how you turned out or complaining about your boss or your neighbor for all of your problems. My work is about focusing on the current moment and handling the moments of your life. And you might ask, for what, right? Like, why do I teach this? Well, the quick answer is so that you can feel calm and balanced and in control in any moment. That's like the immediate answer. But where I started when I created this framework for living is that I wanted to be able to build my relationships instead of sabotage them. That was and really still is my why. And so I created this group coaching program that teaches people simple and practical and step-by-step tools to be able to do just that. And when you come into my program, that is where you start. But once you get emotionally equipped and you start handling the emotional situations in your life so much better than you've ever had in the past, you can then make a choice and take this work to the next level. And that is what I call living deliberately. And so instead of just handling the difficult moments that come to you, you actually challenge yourself to take on difficult moments on purpose. So yes, you heard me correctly. If you want to take this work to the next level so that you can continue to evolve into the next best version of yourself, you can put yourself in challenging emotional situations on purpose in order to grow. And if this is something you want to do with me, then you commit to what I call a 90-day deal, which is something I spoke about in last week's episode. And so this week, I'm going to share with you about my 90-day deal that I just went through this time because there is nothing that I teach that I don't do in my own life. And I always like to model for my students what's possible in their life. And that's what you're going to hear about today. Okay, so the first thing the members of my community who are interested in doing this 90-day deal with me Do is that we look at the wheel of life and we self assess the different areas of our life, and then we choose one area that we want to focus on for the next 90 days. Now, that's not to say that we're going to neglect the rest of our life, but it is to say that we are going to super focus on this one area and hold ourselves accountable to it. And so, for this 90 day deal, I chose the area of physical health, and more specifically, eating. And this is why I have come to realize over the last decade or so that I am an emotional eater. That is, when I feel stressed, or when I feel anxious, or when I feel frustrated, or even if I'm feeling something positive, like excitement, I have a tendency to turn to food to soothe my emotions. Now, this tendency that I have is not necessarily conscious meaning often I just do this habit without thinking about it. But the truth is, during some other times, I am totally aware that I'm doing this and I do it anyway. Now, before I continue, I just want to say that everyone on this earth has their thing. And a big part of the work that I do is to help normalize this human condition. We all do this. And by this, I mean, we, in one way or another, numb our emotions. And that's because our brains don't like feeling anything uncomfortable. And so what the brain does automatically is it turns to things, whether that's food or smoking or drinking or Netflix or overworking or avoiding the work that's in front of you and on and on and on. This is the human condition. We all have something, and my hope is that if you are listening to this, instead of thinking to yourself, well, that's not me, I don't have any problems in my life, that you actually take a stop, and you humble yourself, and you recognize what your tendencies are, because self-awareness really is half the battle to creating any change that you want to create in your life. Now, going back to my story, in addition to being an emotional eater, I would also say that my eating has been ridiculously disordered. And let me explain what I mean by that. I do not and I never have had an eating disorder. I am not anorexic, I am not bulimic, and I don't know what other eating disorders are out there, but I can quite confidently say that I don't have any of them. But what I do have is this thing called disordered eating. So I just checked to see what Google had to say about disordered eating, and this is what I found. It says that disordered eating sits on a spectrum between normal eating and an eating disorder and may include symptoms and behaviors of eating disorders, but at a lesser frequency or a lower level of severity. It says that disordered eating may include restrictive eating, compulsive eating, or irregular or inflexible eating patterns. So yeah, that pretty much sums me up. Now, like I said, I started to notice this about me, I would say, I don't know, 10 or 15 years ago. But the truth of the matter is these patterns likely developed way before this. Now, as I mentioned in the beginning of this podcast, the work I do is not about going back into your childhood to figure out why you are the way you are and blame the people in your life for your current problems. That's just not my focus, nor do I believe it helps me much in my life anyway. And so while I could definitely share with you the eating patterns in the home that I grew up in, and I could certainly talk about society and society's emphasis on body image and how that likely has played a role in my eating issues, I'm not going to go to either of those places because it doesn't really matter. What matters to me is this moment and taking responsibility for this moment right now. And then as each moment arises in the future, that is what living deliberately is all about. It's not about living from the past, but rather it's about living for your future. And so I'll tell you what my 90-day deal was all about. But before I do, I just want to paint a picture for you about what my eating patterns look like so that you can really understand why I wanted to focus on creating this change in my life. So perhaps like you, I want to be healthy. And I'm a big believer that a huge part of our health issues really stems from what we eat and how much we eat. And I actually believe that how much we eat is way more of a predictor of our health than what we eat. And so starting back when I was in graduate school, so this is actually two decades ago, I remember someone in my life telling me that he started doing this new thing where he would eat once a day, and that was in the evenings, in order to help him lose weight. And he was like a couple months in at that point. It And it really worked, right? Like he lost a ton of weight. He was feeling great. And he was just going to keep going with this new way of life. And I think that was probably the very first time that I started playing around with my eating. Before that, I don't think I gave eating and my body too much thought. I mean, gosh, I think at that point I was already 25 or 28 or something like that. But anyway, really, it just started from this place of like curiosity, because just to mention I've never been obese in my life, right? Aside from four pregnancies, I've pretty much weighed the same weight, give or take, I don't know, 10 or 15 pounds my whole life. So when I tried this quote unquote diet, I wasn't necessarily doing it to lose a lot of weight, but perhaps just to lose some extra pounds that I had put on. And so I tried this diet and it was awful. I mean, at the time, I probably thought it was good because it was helping me to lose weight and maintain that lost weight. But now looking back on it, it was awful. I basically was starving myself all day. I mean, I remember sitting in those graduate school classes being hungry and telling myself I just had to, you know, hold out because I was going to eat later in the day. And then evening would come and I would not only eat I would like stuff my face because I was so hungry and I believed that I could eat as much as I wanted because I didn't eat anything earlier in the day. So did it work? I mean, yes, if the goal was to lose weight. I think I went down to a size four, which I never was in my life. I am, by the way, about 5'8". Now, I don't remember what happened after that, but at some point I just stopped doing that thing. And then, of course, I gained all the weight back, mostly because... I wasn't able to eat three meals a day and not gain weight. And that's because I would eat way more than I would need to at those meals. And I would probably eat between meals. And I also believed I couldn't eat normally because I didn't really grow up witnessing that in my life. Like I said, whether it was my own family or a society, it doesn't matter. I believed having a normal sized body was like next to impossible to create. And so it only made sense to me that I couldn't do that. Okay, so time passed. I got married and then I got pregnant with my daughter. And when I was pregnant with her, I totally let myself eat whatever, whenever, and how much I wanted during that pregnancy. And then, of course, after she was born, I had to figure out how to lose all that weight, right? So what did I do? I did the only thing that I knew, which was to go back to that old eating pattern. And I did it. Even though, again, it was awful, but I didn't know what else to do. And did I lose the weight? Of course I did. In six months, I was back to my old body. But I can't say that it was a very joyful process. Now, I have to say there were some benefits to this, you know, disordered eating practice, like having dinner with my husband when he returned from work every night, right? And not feeling like I had to deprive myself or watch what I was eating or watch how much I was eating. I really saw that as a benefit, and that was a reason to keep this up. Now, I want you to understand, I didn't understand that this was a problem. I didn't know it had a name like disordered eating. I actually thought I had to eat this way in order to maintain the body that I wanted. I didn't know any difference. And to be honest, I didn't really have that many people in my life who were modeling for me healthy eating patterns. Okay, so without giving you a play-by-play of half of my life, I'll just share with you that what Google said about disordered eating is pretty much how my eating was. I did restrictive eating, which is what I just shared with you, and even though I dropped that pattern years ago, I actually picked it up again as recently as a couple of years ago when I studied with a couple of people who were suggesting this as a healthy way to live. Now, I just want to say, for some people this restrictive way of eating is great for them. But for me, it's not. But I did it anyway again, because again, I wanted to feel more in control with food, and I didn't know any other way. And so restrictive eating, and then there's compulsive eating, right? And that kind of relates to the restrictive eating, because when you restrict yourself for long enough, you get hungry, and then you end up eating much more than you would normally. And then there's the irregular and inflexible eating patterns. So for example, at one point, I changed that once a day eating from dinner time to lunchtime because I didn't enjoy going to bed like on a full stomach. But then when our family, let's say, was invited for a Friday night dinner, you know, at our friend's house, I would just tell my friend I couldn't eat dinner because I was on this pattern of not eating at night right? So like, on the one hand, I wanted to be firm with myself. On the other hand, I wanted to be social. On the other hand, I didn't want to mess up my patterns. I mean, it was a mess. It was really a mess. And I was determined to solve this problem because it kind of felt like it was taking over my life in a way. It was like I was always thinking about food and then feeling guilty or ashamed or depressed after having eaten, Now, I knew this wasn't going to be as easy as it seemed, right? Because I was in this long-term cycle and cycles are hard to break because like any habit, you have ingrained ideas and you have emotional patterns that took time to build. So I knew this was going to take time for me to take apart and then recreate again. Now, before I share a little bit more about my 90-day deal, I do want to say a word about mindful eating because on my retreats, which by the way, if you live in Israel, you definitely don't want to miss the November Living Deliberately retreat. And I'm just going to plug it real quick here. You can head over to my website to learn more details. But anyway, on those retreats, mindful eating is a part of the itinerary. And I do that on purpose. And that's because, well, first of all, it's a practice that's near and dear to my heart. But secondly, I know that so many women struggle with the same issues that I spoke about on this episode so far. Like nearly every single woman that I meet, seriously, nearly every woman has some sort of food story or food struggle or food problem. And so I always add mindful eating into the itinerary of the retreats that I lead. But what I came to realize, and it's just Taking me a long time to see this is that mindful eating is not enough if you want to end your struggles with emotional eating. It's something that I find myself saying over and over and over again in my work that mindfulness is not enough. Meaning it's not enough to be aware of the food that you're eating or aware of the flavors, you know that you can be taking in or even aware of slowing down. That's not enough. And the reason that I've come to realize that mindful eating is not enough is because it doesn't really take into account or even address the moment by moment emotions that you are feeling. And because it is our emotions that drive our behaviors, it's paramount that addressing our emotions is front of mind when it comes to ending the war that you may have with emotional eating. Now, one more thing before I go on. It's really important that you understand that I am not a registered nurse and I'm not a dietitian and I'm not a food specialist, but I am an emotional well being coach who understands the power emotions play in people's lives and how you can work with your emotions instead of work against your emotions to create new habits in your life so that you're living the life that you truly want to live instead of self-sabotaging. Okay, so for the people who are doing this 90-day deal with me, I created a worksheet that anyone who's doing the deal is encouraged to fill out daily, like every morning. And the worksheet includes guided prompts that guide you to live deliberately because really what this 90-day deal is all about is knowing what it is you wanna create in your life knowing who it is you need to be to create that thing, creating a plan for yourself that's doable, taking relentless action no matter what, and working with your emotions so that you set yourself up for success. That's really it. I mean, it might sound like a lot, but it's really not. It's a lot simpler than it may seem. That being said, this work is definitely about not blaming and not complaining and not making excuses for why you can't create whatever it is you want to create in your life, because nothing in life is promised to you. You have to do the work for whatever it is you want to create in your life. And so I have to say, the first two months of this 90-day deal were amazing. They really were. I wrote in my Living Deliberately journal every morning. I made a commitment to myself as to what I was going to be doing and who I was going to be being that day. Even though, of course, day to day, nothing really changes because I'm doing the same thing. But writing it out really reinforces your commitment to yourself. And at least for me, there's something very powerful about putting your commitments down on paper. And for the first time in a very, very long time in my life, I started to eat three meals a day. And while eating three meals a day was really the focus, I was also trying to be more conscious about you know, only eating one plate at each meal. Again, quality wasn't really my focus this time around, but I knew that if I didn't put a limit on how much I was eating at each meal, I wasn't gonna be hungry for the next meal. And I wanted to be hungry for each meal because I enjoy eating. All I can say is that this 90 day deal was amazing. I felt calm. I felt in control and I enjoyed my meals. And I suddenly felt that this whole eating issue that I've been dealing with for so long wasn't nearly as big as I was making it out to be all this time. And as long as I was being intentional, it wasn't really that hard. If it was hard, it was only because I was making it hard in my mind. And then what happened about two thirds of the way in, I traveled to the United States where I still am now. And that's where my deal kind of went awry. The truth is the beginning of my trip here actually went pretty well. And I say that because it's not always easy to live the way that you wanna live when you're living with other people who are living differently than you. And this is by no means meant to be a judgment towards anyone in my family, because the truth is I could have experienced the same difficulties with maintaining my deal had I gone off the vacation in Mexico, right? My point is just to say that I'm a big routine person. I like to create routines for myself because they help me feel more in control in my life. And when you're on vacation, you're off of routine and it's just hard. Because even inside of this trip that I'm on, we did more traveling. So basically, I'll just say that I fell off track at one point and it took me a while to get back on. That being said, I do feel like I was doing this deal long enough to say that I have become a three times a day eater, meaning this is something I definitely want to continue in my life. And when I get back home, I know I'm going to recreate what I created before I left. Okay, so what I'd like to share with you now are some thoughts that I have learned during this 90-day deal. First of all, I learned that this deal is not about perfection. This is not the goal at all, and I preface that with the members of my circle who are taking on deals with themselves. This is not about being perfect. It really isn't. What it is about is working on your relationship with yourself and working through the challenging emotions that you face and believing in yourself, even if you've never done what you're trying to create. That's what this is all about. And guess what? After 90 days, you can choose to do the same deal again or you can choose to do something different. There's always more possibilities waiting for you if you're willing to take responsibility for your life. So that's number one. Number two, I would say I've really come to appreciate the correlation between journaling and success. It was like day and night for me. When I journaled, I kept my commitments to myself. When I didn't journal, I didn't. Again, by journaling, I don't mean just like writing down my thoughts for the day. I'm talking about that specific system that I created, that worksheet that, you know, you fill in every single day. And I just found it so amazing To notice that correlation. And so I guess that relates to number three, which is that I noticed my tendency to be complacent. You know, like me saying to myself, I don't need to journal. I journaled yesterday. I know what my deal is, right? And so that is something that I'm going to watch for the next deal around. Because if I'm being complacent, and that's leading me to not journaling, then I'm basically setting myself up for failure. So that was really interesting to notice. Okay, what else did I notice? Basically, I learned to have compassion for myself, which I already am pretty good at, but this practice really reinforced the need for being self-compassionate because I really noticed on this 90-day deal that I have a strong tendency to beat myself up pretty easily when I fall off track. That was just super interesting for me to see. Like nearly every morning, I would wake up feeling stuck because I didn't do something perfectly the day before. It was fascinating to me to see how much self-loathing I carry with me. So doing this deal really helped bring that to light as well. I guess what else I noticed on this deal is the power of community. There really is nothing like it like knowing that you always have a place to go to share about your deal or emote or cry or just let everyone else know what's going on with your personal deal, knowing that is probably one of the most powerful things that you can have in your life. Knowing that you have this community by your side and they are like cheerleading you along your own journey and holding yourself accountable, you really just can't underestimate the power of being part of such a warm, like-minded community. Okay, what else did I notice or learn? When it comes to emotions, I would say the two emotions that I noticed most on this journey, besides self-loathing, were fear and desire. I noticed fear a lot. And it would basically show itself as fear of, like, what would happen if you don't eat enough? I mean, that was basically it. You know, like if I had one plate, you know, and God forbid, what's going to happen if I'm still hungry, that kind of thing. That was really interesting to see and to process through. And then in terms of desire, that also showed up a lot. You know, like I would be eating and I would finish my plate, but there would be more on the table for other people to eat and I would want it even if I wasn't hungry, right? So I was feeling that desire and having to process through that. And by the way, while this deal was my deal, right? It's hard to talk about eating and not mention the fact that oftentimes, right, we might be eating with other people. And so I definitely noticed desire in other people, right, to feed me, or for me to finish, you know, some food off just because there was a little bit left of that particular thing on the plate, right? And so not only was I dealing with my own emotions, I was also having to deal with other people's emotions, which I also found interesting. Eating is complicated, my friends, right? I mean, it really, really is. And at the same time, it can be so simple. And I just want to take a moment and express my gratitude for the people in my life who have modeled to me how easy it really can be in terms of eating three meals a day and still being healthy and probably even being healthier than most people I know. Because witnessing other people living in the lifestyle that you want to live, really boosts your belief system that whatever it is that you want to create is possible. And so while this deal had some falls that I wish I didn't have had those falls, my plan is to make this the foundation for my healthy eating habits. I still have more deals that I want to create around eating. But first and foremost, I knew I just had to have this foundation for eating three times a day. And that's it. That's who I've become. And it's not to say that I'm going to be strict with this for the rest of my life, but it is to say that I am done with restricting myself and skipping meals and everything else I used to do in the name of having the body that I wanted. I'm just done with it. I want to feel normal. I want to feel free. And at least for me, eating three times a day is the foundation for that. And so I really look forward to next month's workshop, which is going to be on the 90-day deal, where the members who did a deal this month are going to come together, share their experiences, and learn from everyone else's experiences, and then, of course, create their next deal. Because this is not meant to be a one-shot thing, right? This is meant to be done over and over and over again if you want to continue evolving. Because the fact is your personal evolution is really your best contribution to the world. And so while I offer monthly workshops and I invite my podcast listeners and those who are signed up on my newsletter to join, this coming month's workshop is going to be exclusively for the members of the Living Deliberately Circle. And if you want to join that workshop, and you want to do this work alongside us, you are more than welcome just send me an email or send me a DM on Instagram. But I just wanna remind you, this is not where you are going to start. If you choose to work with me, you will start at the beginning and build your foundations with learning how to control your emotions in the moment. And I know you may wanna jump to this 90-day deal because it might sound exciting, but trust me, the deal is not going to have long-lasting effects until you are emotionally equipped. Once you are emotionally equipped, it's another story entirely. And I would absolutely love to have you in the circle. So contact me for more details, or check the show notes for this podcast episode to get you started. So for those of you who do come to that workshop, you will hear what my next 90 day deal is going to be. And it has nothing to do with food because I'm actually going to take a break from focusing on food right now. And of course, just maintain the three times a day eating habit. And instead, well, I'll just tell you, my next deal has to do with having fun and it has to do with my husband. And so if you're not in my circle, you're just going to have to wait another 90 days or so to hear all about it. Okay, so next week is going to be the fourth episode of this four-part series on living deliberately, and I'm going to share with you an interview with one of the members of my Living Deliberately circle who shared her experiences with her 90-day deal, and I really hope you'll have a chance to tune into that and continue to get inspired with what is possible in your life. Okay, my dear friends, thank you so much for tuning in today, wishing you a wonderful rest of your week. And remember, you can handle anything. If you want to dive deeper into this work and you are ready to take the next step with learning how to handle everyday emotional situations in the moment, I invite you to join my group coaching program, Emotionally Equipped for Life. This is my promise. I will teach you the exact tools I use in my life to get unstuck from the emotionally challenging situations that arise in my life so that I can go on living deliberately. You will also join an incredible community of like-minded women who are using these same tools to live their best lives. Imagine feeling calm, balanced, and in control in the everyday emotional situations in your life so that you can live the life that you truly want to live. Check out the show notes for details. I cannot wait to see you on the inside.